Welcome everybody to this episode of the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. This is yet again a solo Saturday, and I am John Allen. How you guys doing out there? Okay, let's uh, start this out properly. Stretch out, kick your legs out. Maybe you got a foot rest in front of your chair in your living room. Maybe you're laying in bed. In that case, you're already stretched out. Just stretch yourself out, lean back, close your eyes, and relax. Let's relax. Let's chill out. Good Lord, there's a lot of tension in the air. I see it online. I see it uh, See it on TV. I, I see it in Snoopy. Boy, she's, she's been on the rampage the last couple of days. She says it's me, I say it's her, whatever. <laughs> Tension in the air. Let's relax, people. The uh, best thing you can do is relax. Nobody's thinking clearly when they're stressed. It's not possible to make, well, you can get lucky, but in general, you don't make good decisions when you're stressed. You don't make good decisions when you're upset, when you're all tense. So let's just chill out. I'm not going to talk about any social issues today. I'm going to try not to. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to talk about uh, any of these political shenanigans that are going on. I'm going to try not to do that. <clears throat> these uh, Solo Saturday episodes are unscripted, so who knows what may fall into my heart and soul. <laughs> who knows? But I'm going to try and keep it positive. You know, what I like to do when I relax, when I'm chilling out, when I have my little moment for myself, I love to, vi well, you know, there's a difference. I think there's a difference between making plans versus visualizing a concrete path forward towards whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. I like to visualize a concrete path. I like to create that path in my mind. You know where I got that from? Uh, there was a great series of books by the, the, the fantastic author, Roger Zelazny. Uh, that guy was writing in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and I do believe he wrote one of the books in the Amber series in the 90s, or maybe two of them in the 90s, like 91 and 92, something like that. Um, Roger Zelazny, check out uh, the Amber series. Uh, what a, what a fantastic book. But anyway, it's about this uh, family. They have um, semi-supernatural powers. And one of the things they were able to do was to, as they called, as it's, as it's stated and described in the book, walking through shadow. Uh, in other words, there's the one true earth. And then just by walking or moving themselves, uh, they, they, they can, and, and then visualizing a new reality, they can change the flora and fauna around them and actually walk into a different world of their own creation. So that's where I got that, uh, that concept of visualizing a concrete path or a dirt path, dirt path. If you have bad shins, don't want to walk on a concrete path. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> so, so that's, that's where I got that concept from. Uh, you know, if you don't like the world you're living in, if you don't like the circumstances around you, visualize a concrete path towards something new. And then once you visualize that concrete path, 
walk it, walk that path, and then change your circumstances. Because anybody can sit around and make plans. I think a lot of people do that. Um, But how many people visualize what they want and then visualize a path towards what they want and then make it happen? So do that today. I don't know. I'm talking too much, so so you can't do it now. But after you listen to this, you know, take another 10 minutes and just remain seated and, and, uh, and, and, and think on life. Think on the things that you want, but you, for whatever reason, you haven't achieved. And it might not be things that you want, but it might be something that you'd like to do for others. Yeah, whatever it is, visualize it. Stop making plans. That's boring. Making plans, that's common. Do the uncommon and visualize a concrete path and then move towards it. Get it done. So there's your unwanted five minutes of, of advice. You know, I have to give a shout out to an old school friend, an old friend from high school, uh, Diane Yvonne Zarlingo. I knew her by a different last name uh, in high school. Uh, but she's, she's a great artist, uh, artist slash photographer. She does wedding scenes. So check her out. Look her up on, on Facebook. I believe she has a business page on Facebook. Maybe she's on Twitter and all of those other places as well. But I think she has a business page on Facebook. That's Diane and then Yvonne, Y-V-O-N, Zarlingo, Z-A-R-L-I-N-G-O. Check her out. And Diane is D-I-A-N-E. I got an international crowd here, so I'm spelling it. I'm not, it's not that I'm thinking people don't know how to spell but spell Diane. It's just that there's different ways of spelling Diane. Anyway, check her out. Uh, the reason I'm giving her a shout out is because she motivated me to um, kind of expand on this podcast and put a little bit of a twist on it. So I'm going to work on this concept. I'm going to visualize, visualize a concrete path forward to this new aspect of my podcast. And it all came from a simple suggestion from Diane. So uh, from one artist to another, thank you very much, Miss Diane. And, and uh, good luck to you, by the way. <clears throat> you know, um, these, uh, yeah, a lot of people are being... Uh, rather harshly affected by uh, these corona times. There's people who still haven't been able to get their their little mom-and-pop store or their own little business that they have, their little LLC or business that they have. They haven't been able to get it started up still because of the corona situation. That's something to think about, photog- photographers and whatnot. You know, there's a lot of close contact with people, you know, depending on where you are in the world, you know, the circumstances will dictate whether or not it is safe to have that kind of close contact with people. So send in love to Diane and uh, any other entrepreneurs who are out there trying to make it happen. Now, this entrepreneur has uh, a couple of comedy shows coming up um, tomorrow, Saturday, 20th of... Oh, Happy Juneteenth, by the way, people. 
I'll talk about that before I sign off here. Happy Juneteenth. <clears throat> but anyway, tomorrow, 20th of June at 8 p.m. or 2000 if you're in if you're in Norway. Uh, I will be slightly comedic, slightly musical at Cafe Mir, M-I-R, Cafe Mir in Oslo, 8 p.m. or 2000 if you're in Norway. Going into Oslo, people. Gonna throw some new material at the mic and see if it comes out okay. I, for one, am ready for some stand-up comedy. This will be my first time on the mic since, I believe it was the 10th of March. And yeah, and in fact, the 10th of March, I was at uh, Cafe Mir then as well. Uh, that was an open mic night. So uh, congratulate your boy here. Um, this is a step above open mic. This is a booked show. So um, it's pretty cool. I, I will be there with um, the musical talents of a great and cool band called The Factory. And there will be a couple of actors and actresses who are going to do a little... I'm real curious about what they're going to do. Um, Oh, and it, it escapes me. Let me see. I have to look that up. What are they? What is their? They're in a little acting company, and now I feel horrible that I can't remember what it is. Um. Wow. Well, hey, it's unscripted. Okay, so give me a break. It's unscripted. Let's see. I'm looking through my Facebook. There is the event for. Nope, that's the wrong one. Let me see. Here we go. Undercover Theater Company. Miss Karen S. Haug. Mr. David Tan, or Tan, that would be in Norwegian. Uh, from the Undercover Theater Company. Um, they will be there at Cafe Mir with me in Oslo. As well as um, Linda Longlegs will be performing and mr steinar daltweit will be the mc for the evening so there you go i got that right and then on the 25th i know this is boring for you guys but if i don't promote myself who's going to do it uh the 25th thursday the 25th of june uh stand-up show yet again and this will be with uh the uh, comedy club here in drummond called stand-up drummond and that show will be in the, the courtyard at the uh, Union Comfort Hotel in Drummond. An outdoor gig. Oh, gosh. I, I, I hope they have some kind of overhang or some, some sort of tent roof or something. I will be boiling. There's something with that Norwegian sun. I'm not kidding you guys. It's, uh, it's brutal. I don't know. Thinner ozone or something up here? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But uh, I do know that uh, I get heat rash horrible heat rash every summer the sun here in norway is pretty brutal you wouldn't think that would you being way up uh way up in scandinavia up towards the north pole and all that but the sun the sun the ultraviolet rays or whatever it is from the sun is just brutal i'm not a scientist so we, we will use the technical term known as brutal So there you go, a couple of shows. And, and again, this is my first time on the mic since March, so it's going to be very interesting. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I'm going out on a limb. 
I, uh, I have all, well, not all new. I have a lot of new. It's probably 95% new material that I'm going to do. Uh, so uh, I'm going to have some fun with it. Yeah, I may flop. I've, I've, uh, I've bombed a couple of times with new material, but that's just the way it is with new material. Um, it's new, so I'm testing it. I'm going to see what works. Um, <laughs> somebody told me, who was that? Was it, maybe it was Bar Scott, a uh, great lady who I had uh, on my podcast a couple episodes ago. I think it was her who told, she told me that, that uh, stand-up comedy is the, the most um, difficult of the performing arts that uh, one could ever engage in. She might be right. She might be right. I mean, performing new stand-up material, material is very different from performing new music. You know, the new music, you've rehearsed it. Uh, you, you know, you have the comfort or the support, rather, of a band. If, if you play in a band, or even if you play by yourself, you've rehearsed it. You've heard yourself do it. Um, you know, if it, if it stinks, you're not going to know it while you perform. I mean, nobody's going to start booing you. I mean, I guess that could happen, but most people are too polite for that. They're not going to boo you if the music is terrible. So you get through your set, you know, that set of new music. You get through that. And then the feedback comes afterwards. But during the performance, it's by and large just another performance. And it might actually even be more fun for you because it's new. You know, it's fresh, you know. And then you go over to stand-up, and if your material stinks, if you have new material and it stinks, you know it immediately. <laughs> you look out in the audience, and there's that one lady with uh, the wrinkled forehead and literally throwing her hands up in the air like, what? You know, that happened to me. <laughs> that, that happened to me. Um when was that? I believe it was last summer here in Drummond, new material in a, uh, in a club. Uh, what was that? Is it, they have like an open, uh, uh, culture night is what they call it. Yeah. Culture night. So all of the music venues, all the clubs, all the pubs, everything is open and there's all kinds of things you can experience culture wise, you know, whether it's music or acting theater uh, and stand up. So these are people who kind of just wandered through the venue there. They didn't really, they may or may not be uh, comedy, stand up comedy fans, but they were there to check it out. So, so you could probably imagine that a good part of the crowd was not a, and I put this in air quotes, stand up crowd, you know, people who were there specifically for, for stand, excuse me, for stand up. So here I am, I'm, I'm, I'm Buffalo on my way through some new material and this lady sitting about halfway back in the crowd and right in the center, kind of like looked over at her girlfriend next to her and she didn't say anything. If she would have said something, I would have heard it because the venue wasn't that big, but she looked at her friend and just, you know, you know, the look, just imagine the look, the wrinkled forehead, um, the, the upper lip raises and she's just like, she didn't say it, but it was like, what? <laughs> so, um, but you know, it, it, it didn't bother me that night. You know, I, it was new material. Uh, and, uh, that's, that's the way it goes. Uh, and then the other time that I bombed big time, it actually hurt my feelings because yeah, here we go. 
Actually, yeah, my last time performing was not at at uh, Café Mir. My last time performing was the day after I performed at Café Mir in March. Uh, there was a, uh, a show at the at the comedy club here in Drummond, and I the material that I the new material that I performed at Café Mir, it 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 just you know I I killed it. They loved it. Great response. I felt good about it. The day after at the comedy club in Drummond, I do the exact. Uh, here I am. I cannot pronounce Drummond, Drummond in English. Drummond in Norwegian. Yeah. So I was in Drummond <laughs> the day after Coffee Mir, and Coffee Cafe Mir, Coffee Mir in uh, Norwegian. Whatever. So I'm in <laughs> I'm in Drummond, and I perform the exact same material that I did the night before, but the material bombed. And that actually, I, I was hurt. It hurt my feelings. Actually, called up uh, the guy who is the driving force in the Drummond uh, Comedy Club, uh, Mr. Yonyard. There, there is a little plug for him because he's going to be a guest on my podcast here in a couple of days. Um, I think that episode will be posted on Wednesday, the day before we have the show at uh, Union Comfort Hotel here in uh, in, in Drummond. But I actually called up Yonyada uh, after I bombed that night. Uh, Boo, who and I, I wasn't crying, but I was very upset, and I just I had to ask his opinion. I never felt like I ever had to do that before, but I did that time. I asked him his opinion. He told me everything was okay, but I think he's just being a nice guy. I'm going to confront him on that. I want the truth. Did I stink, Yonyada, or was it really good? Was it a bad stand-up comic, or was it a bad crowd? I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm just I'm really looking forward to getting back on the mic and, and doing this stand up thing. What a what a what a circumstance, you know. I, I was on a roll. I was enjoying uh, stand up again. I was it was very therapeutic, you know. Um, uh, as you guys know, my son passing away in uh, November, fifth of November, and I was using stand up as a as a therapeutic uh, treatment, if you will. Um, what do I mean by that? Well, you know, I, I was not in the mood to laugh. I was not in the mood to make anyone laugh, but I forced myself to get on the mic, to pull myself, to try and pull myself out of the depression, to try and find, I don't want to sound cliche-like, but to, to try and find meaning <laughs> in my day-to-day -day life. I, I, I had to do something. Cause I, I wasn't able to write music for some reason. I, I, it, that stopped totally a cold and it wasn't writer's block it's just that i couldn't bring myself to write any music when i was so depressed after my son passed but i was able to write comedy isn't that weird it's very strange i was able to write comedy so um some of that stuff that I that I wrote in the darkest <laughs> darkest days after my son died, uh, I'll be trying for the first time tomorrow night there in Oslo. So this uh, this stand up world that I fell into last year is just uh, I love it. I love it. It was uh, totally by chance that I fell into it, but I'm I'm glad I did. You guys have heard this story before. If you haven't. Uh, ask me oh yeah by the way if you guys want any any kind of co yeah content or or subjects to be taken up or if you have any suggestions on um 
on uh, guests, as far as guests that I could have in, uh, you know, send me, uh, send me an email. You can send me an email to podcast at johnallenpod.com. Podcast at johnallenpod.com. You do that. Drop me a line and, uh, um, yeah, whatever you have in mind. Any comments, any feedback about the podcast, any guests that you'd like to hear, any subjects that you think should be taken up. I'll probably ignore that because it's all fly-by-night here as far as uh, subject matter, especially on these solo Saturdays. But uh, but uh, drop me a mail, and um, and we'll see uh, we'll see what becomes we'll see what comes of that rather. You know, it, it's a weird thing. Of course, English is my first language, being an uh, American, born and raised. But I've been in Norway now for 18 years, and it's so strange. Just out of the blue, maybe for a couple, three days, maybe for a week, I will have so much trouble uh, expressing myself in English. You guys hear I'm stumbling on a couple of words and phrases and whatnot now, and that's it, it, it's uh, it's just weird. Um, now I speak English at home. Uh, I speak English to our kids. I speak English with Snoopy, and Snoop answers me in English. The kids answer me in English, so I get my English. And yet, still, from time to time, it, it'll just be a, a few days in a row, maybe a week where I just find it very difficult to, to, to speak English. Strange. I don't know what that is. I'm sure there's some kind of neuroscientist out there who could explain that or some ling- linguistics expert who could explain that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try and stumble through the rest of this podcast. Wow, 20 minutes. 20 minutes of me blabbing back and forth. Um... What else was I going to talk about? Now, I don't know, people. Just uh, just try and relax. Take, take a break. Take a break from social media. How about that? Um, one of the, I don't know, benefits, one of the results, some of the fallout from uh, the media attention I've been getting and uh, the attention on my podcast that is, exploded here in Norway and in the States as well. Uh, I've been interviewed by a couple of newspapers in, in the States. I'll throw out some links when that stuff comes up. But one of the, one of the, some of the fallout <clears throat> from that extra media attention is, you know, people have been messaging me a lot on Facebook and I've kind of posted some things to follow up on uh, the, you know, the media attention and to follow up on, on my podcast and whatnot. So I've been on social media a little bit more than usual, especially Facebook. And while I'm getting a lot of people, a lot of white folks out there are, I, I tell you, y- y- y'all are just, just beautiful. I, I've been getting so much support, uh, you know, messages of support, people clicking in on some of the things I'm posting, um, Showing people showing a lot of solidarity, and to me, it is it's heartwarming to see that white people are stepping up, they're being the good ally, they're listening, and that's important, you know. Listen, and I said, oh, by the way, I said I would not talk about politics. This is not a political issue. I stand fast on that statement. I've said it several times before. Talking about human rights, 
talking about uh, doing away with systemic racism. Is it systemic racism or systematic racism? Yeah. But talking about those things, I don't think it has anything to do with politics. It has nothing, it should have nothing to do with left and right. It should have to do with right and wrong. And that's not political. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I've been on social media a lot more and, and, and beautiful, beautiful support. It's fantastic. I made some new friends. Uh, and I'm talking about legitimate friends, people who, who have called me up and, and were making plans on meeting and, uh, collaborating on, uh, on certain things. Um, but then there's the other side, you know, where, where, um, I don't know, how, how can you make a post saying something like, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see, uh, the diversity in the, this wave of support. It's not just black people this time. It's everybody. How can something like that be posted and people come on there to comment and, and nine out of 10 are fantastic supportive comments, but here comes that one guy. I tell you, I'm not going to say his name cause I don't want to hang him out there, but I, a guy I used to go to high school with came on and it was really disappointing. Um, but he was one, he was, he's one of those guys who's like, there's no racism. You're an idiot. You're stupid. And he, you know, he threw in a lot of swear words and all that. I'm not going to swear, um, and, and, and say word for word what he said, but you know, you're an idiot. You know, there is no racism. You're a troublemaker, race baiter, this, that, and the other, so on and so on. And it's like, I don't it, it, It's, it's disappointing and it's beyond me how anyone could put themselves out there. How can they expose themselves in that way? Because all you're doing is looking like you're less than intelligent. All you're doing is looking like you are the least sympathetic person in the world. All you're doing is looking like you are... <laughs> Like you need a couple more years. Maybe we should go back to high school, take you back to high school for a couple of years so you can learn a little bit about history. So I don't know. Uh, but fortunately, that's, you know, one out of 10. But then when it becomes 10 out of 100 or 100 out of 1,000, it, it gets tiring. I'm tired, people. <laughs> so that's why I say let's just chill. Let's relax. I, for one, am taking a step back from social media. I have to be on. I have to post my podcast episodes. You know, I'm no Joe Rogan, so I don't have a young Jamie assistant um, <laughs> to do all my post-production and posting all my stuff. I, don't, I have to do all that stuff myself so far. Um, so I have to be on social media when I make those posts, but I'm going to make an effort to post and then get off. Maybe I'll take a peek and see how the posts are doing. Um, by the way, and again, I'm going to promote myself because if I don't, who is, if you want to support the coming on podcast with John Allen, you can do that a couple of different ways. Everybody all over the world, wherever you find yourself, you can send me, uh, some funds, you know, you know, one, $1, you know, one kroner, one krugerand, you know, one peso, <laughs> whatever, one yen. You can send that to me through PayPal on the following link, 
That's paypal.me slash John Allen Pod. Paypal.me slash J O H N A L A N P O D. Uh, if you're here in Norway, you can use the VIPS function. You guys know what that is, VIPS. Um, if you're not in Norway, ignore this part. Go take a drink, uh, drink of water. Drink of water. You got to stay hydrated. It's hot out there. But if you're in Norway and you want to VIPS me, you can do that at 558784. Should I say those numbers in Norwegian? You guys know. You guys know English numbers. 558784. Five, Eight seven eight four, vips, fem fem otta syv otta fire. There you go. You non-Norwegians got to hear me speak Norwegian, <laughs> which I did, by the way, on uh, on Norwegian national TV. <laughs> A lot of people uh, commented my uh, accent or dialect, as you would call it. I speak with primarily the northern dialect up in Finnmark. That's what I learned first. Um, there was a while where I was trying. I, I try. Well, it was, I was effective at hiding that when I when we because what what happened was we came to Norway. We went up to Finnmark right away. Uh, we were up there for a month or so, and then we came back down south. So I came down south with that accent, and people laughed at me because of it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. I mean, that's what I learned. I mean, if you're a uh, if you're a Norwegian and you move to Louisiana and you're right there in New Orleans and, and you know surrounded by a bunch of Cajuns, that's the kind of English you're going to speak. I couldn't imagine laughing at you, but they laughed at me. They did. But uh, laugh all you want. I'm going to speak the way I speak. I think that northern dialect is beautiful. So that's the, the main dialect I've been speaking for almost 18 years. Um. Norwegian is a beautiful language, very sing-song-like, and, I, and I, I love it. Well, am I done? I think I'm done. It's been a half hour. Now, that was a solid half. Are, are you guys relaxed? Do you feel better now? Do that again. Do that with me. I'm just screwing around, kind of. There's a little bit of seriousness in that, really. Take take a deep breath and just chill, you know? Uh, you sat still now, probably sat still. You may have been out and about doing something while you're listening, but if you were sitting still, keep sitting for another 10 minutes when I sign off here. And um, think about what's going on in, in your life. Think about the changes you need to make and then visualize a concrete path forward. Can you do that? Don't do it for me. Do it for yourself. See, when you do things like that, you, in a way, create challenges for yourself. You know, there's something you want to achieve. There's something you want to do. There's a goal you want to reach. And then you visualize that concrete path forward, and then you walk that path, and there's the work. Now you're working towards something. So it is a challenge, right? But out of that challenge, you can pull success. You can pull experience you can pull knowledge and that makes you a stronger and better person and you, when you're a stronger and better person not person when you're a stronger and see there's that Norway I can't I can't speak English uh, when you're a stronger and better person 
not only is that good for you, the individual, but it puts you in a position to where you are uh, better equipped to help those around you, whether it's your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, kids, family, circle of friends, neighborhood, community. Yeah, you'll be in a better position, a more sturdy position to do some works of influence. So, there you go. This has been today's Solo Saturday subsection of (laughs) the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. Bye, everybody. I'm coming home. home.